Train Your Body with the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. You know, everyone has different sort of personal bubble around them, you know, and you hear in movies, don't invade my bubble, you know, don't invade my personal space. But when you're a trainer, this is a whole different deal because you touch, you, you know, you feel certain areas, you're very close. Well, what is too close? What is that adequate space? When does it become just a little too intrusive in either section, whether you're the client or the trainer. My guests on He Said, She Said today are Neil Pyer, nationally known expert on fitness and personal training, and he's an exercise physiologist at H&H Fitness, and Grace Simone, She's the national director of group fitness for Plus One Health Management, an Optum company. Welcome to the show, guys. So, Grace, I'm going to start with you as a woman, and we're going to look at it from the women's point of view in first being touched. If Neil was your trainer, well, not maybe Neil, he's so cute, but if it was somebody else, how would you feel about that touch? How do you reconcile that? Well, and, and keep in mind, uh, as a professional, I can always identify what I call an educated touch, you know, whether it's appropriate or inappropriate. And quite honestly, based on the standards that ACSM outlines, they suggest that you ask the client prior to training. It's kind of like, you know, first day on the job, hey, how would you like to communicate? Would you like to communicate by phone, by email? Same thing, like first day with a trainer. You know, so here's how it's going to work. And, you know, I'm going to be correcting you. Are you okay with that? Are you comfortable with that? Some people will be like, no. So that's number one. Number two is there's only certain moments where it's necessary for the trainer to touch because everybody learns differently. So maybe the trainer is visually explaining something and demonstrating, and I understand that really well, and I did it. There's no need to be touching me. And you know when sometimes it's like, well, why did you have to touch me? Did you have to have your hand on me when you were doing that? If they're the kind of person, you know, some people touch you and they hold on to your arm. You have to know some people like being touched, some people don't like being touched, but there's a point where you know in your inside when your head's going, is this right, is this not right, I don't feel good about it, that it's not good for you. Okay, so Neil, from the he said point of view, you're a man, your client is a woman. Maybe she's a woman in your own age group or an older woman. You know, and as I said before, you're a cute guy with a cute personality, so you can, you know kind of talk around it, but when you're teaching other guys that may not be as comfortable a personality as you are, what do you tell them about touching, and what do you do yourself when it comes to that? Well, you know what, uh, because I'm um, such a cute guy, uh, because I'm a seasoned professional, I, I really believe that I can sense when it's appropriate or inappropriate, or you know what, maybe I should give them just a little more space. Uh, as a rule, however, um, I, I sort of think about this whole thing the way a human resources professional will think about um, harassment or a hostile work environment where it's the recipient or the, 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 the female in most work environments uh, who really will dictate whether this is appropriate touch or not. In other words, it, in my eyes, it's the client that will dictate whether it's appropriate or not. 
And as a professional, you have to be aware and, and know your space. The whole concept, and I remember when I first read it and first heard it, and the recommendation is, ask, may I touch you? Uh, as my daughters would say, well, that's kind of creepy. It <laughs> is. That sounded really, really freaking creepy. May it, I touch and, and you? It does. It, to this day, it still sounds creepy to me. However, there are ways to, you know what, uh, I, let me... Can I fix your hip? Can I roll? You know, rotate your your knee or whatever. Whatever it is, you need to uh, indicate to the client by actually touching them. And I think Grace is right. You know, the the, the times when you actually have to touch, unless you're doing a, a passive assisted stretch or a PNF stretch or something like that, uh, they're few and far in between. The times when you actually have to use your hands on a client. But if you explain to them the same way, I just got blood drawn this morning for my annual physical, and they said, okay, you're going to feel a pinch. I, you know, just the awareness for the client that you are going to, you know, I'm going to grab your knee, I'm just going to rotate your hip a little bit. If it, you know, that in and of itself will help most people feel at ease. I think that's a really, really good point. And that asking business, I know I'm a little uncomfortable with that myself. And just yesterday, I was working with a woman, and she was planking, and I just, I've worked with her 20 years, so I put my hand under her stomach and my and my fingers sort of on her tush. I was trying to level her off. And I, she, of course, doesn't care. But I even thought to myself, boy, did I just need to touch her butt? I just, for some, you know, but I was, it, it didn't even, I didn't even think about it. And I just sort of was leveling her off. But yet, did I do that? So, okay, Grace, when you are touching a man, do you ever touch, then he moves or something weird? Because I have friends who are massage therapists. And believe me, they've come up with this kind of thing all the time. So what do you do if the situation becomes uncomfortable? Oh, well. For that reason, I don't train a lot of men because I've lived through that life. You know, that was my former trainer life. Now I really do train mostly women, interestingly enough, um, because sometimes the conversation went south, you know, and they, they would start saying things that weren't appropriate or, oh, could you, you know, massage me here or there? I mean, it, it, it comes, it goes south very quickly with some people. Because you're but in what if it went south and... by mistake? What if it? Oh. What if like you're touching a guy and by mistake, you know, it's happened to me. He something happens and you touch where you shouldn't. Or do you apologize or do you just keep quiet? It's like the same with farting. Do you just ignore it? It depends on the client. It all depends on the client. Like Neil said, you have to kind of know your client and and how far to your point you are in the relationship. If you know somebody twenty years, you can say, "I'm so sorry." you know, didn't mean to goose you. And if it's somebody <laughs> that, you know, maybe is new, I mean, usually I address it and I usually make, make it light and fun because, you know, I'm really, I'm really, it is an accident. I didn't do it on purpose. And I don't want it to be creepy. So I usually do um, address it and just say, oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. You know, I, I didn't mean to bump into you or whatever we did and get it up and out of the way. No pun intended. Okay, so you you actually address it. Neil, what about you? If you're working with a woman, you know, and, and you've known her, whatever, and you touch her boob by mistake, do you do you comment? Do you say something? Do you ignore it? I, I Usually I would ignore it and go on and keep it professional. The goal that I had in mind when I reached out to adjust boobs, whatever it was, I focused on that goal. And, you know, if the lumbar spine needs to stay neutral and my cue is that fingertip and 
L three and you know and and holding back the shoulder, whatever it is. Uh you know, I focus on that that one thing and, and I keep it, you know, goal oriented if you will. The one thing that I will point out is that it's always, always, always most important in a trainer environment as well as a group X I believe, to make sure that they know that they need to communicate with you and it's okay to communicate regardless of what they're gonna say. I wanna know how they feel every minute of that workout, every minute of that class. So it's important to open that line of communication from the get-go and make them aware, make them know, make them comfortable that they should communicate with you. Okay, so Grace, you have 30 seconds. Wrap it up for us in that personal bubble, personal space, invading it. If you are not comfortable on either side of the bench, please say something. And if you're a client and you're not comfortable and you feel uncomfortable communicating that to your trainer, it's probably time for a new trainer. Rock on. That's really good information. And it's definitely something that as a trainer, we've all gone through this. It's It can be uncomfortable. It doesn't have to be. You know, you just really have to know your client. You have to be comfortable saying any of these things and really coming right out. But as Neil said, you don't want to be creepy and say, can I touch you? This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Train Your Body. He said, she said. Thanks for listening. Stay well.